Hello, and welcome to episode two of Driving Photography. And in this episode, we were going to talk about pricing your photography and pricing in general. And maybe we'll talk a little bit about uniqueness and finding that uniqueness and what helps drive your uh, pricing upwards as well as competition and whatnot in uh, your area. Um, So once again, Driving Photography is a podcast that I'm doing uh, for a trial to see what's going on and what I can talk about and if I can help anybody and see what kind of uh, following you get uh, while I'm driving wherever I'm going and uh, as you can see just trying in general to talk about photography in a very open way not really any type of format or anything like that other than me on a microphone while we're driving around and um, hopefully in the future we'll be able to have some guests on or uh, take your questions and whatnot. I forgot to put at the beginning of this one, my name is Chad Nalyokes. If you haven't been following us or haven't heard the first uh, podcast, uh, I am the owner and photographer for Beach Breeze Studios in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Um, for the Beach Breeze Studios is my second photography business, uh, the first one being Steel Tide Incorporated. Uh, I can talk about the incorporation and the reason for that at some other point in time. But yeah, you can find me online at beachbreezestudios.com. We also publish Modeling Light Magazine, and uh, you can find that at modelinglightmag.com. Uh, submissions are open for photographers, uh, makeup artists, hair stylists, and models, obviously. We like to publish certain stories about the industry and help new models and photographers get more information and uh, help them get some exposure through features and uh, selfie search. Since everybody's enjoying making selfies nowadays, we decided that we would feature some of those selfies in our magazine every uh, quarter. And we're coming up on issue number three here in the next few weeks, I think. And let's get started talking about pricing. All right, pricing. What do people want to know about pricing? Well, with pricing, it's really an individual's level. You uh, can look around and see what other people are charging in the area, and that's always a good idea just to make sure that your prices aren't extremely far outside of the norm for that particular area. Because if you are like always $1,000 below the average in your area, for one thing, selling yourself short. For another thing, you're reducing the value of photography in your area. This is a huge problem with people coming in and say, oh, I just do this for fun. And that's fine. If you do it for fun, charge what you want to. Charge 50 bucks for a eight hour wedding shoot. But are you really going to sit there for and do a photo shoot for eight hours with your cell phone for $50 and 
do all the stuff that you have to afterwards. Uh, go through, edit, choose them all, talk with the bride and groom, um, get them to choose what they want in their photo album, put a photo album together, get the prints together, get them framed, get the album printed, meet with the uh, bride and groom again to give them their stuff. All of that for $50? Yeah, probably not going to happen. But... Um, one thing that you can look at is the fact that maybe you don't have a studio that you have to pay for. So you don't have the overhead that a lot of people uh, that do have studios. Sorry, somebody was being a jerk, obviously. And um, so you don't have as much overhead as the next guy may. You would be able to charge dollars less or whatever that the case may be if you're you do the prints from beginning to end you have a certain style you have a certain technique probably not technique but uh, a look to your images that a lot of people want and all of a sudden you've been charging a thousand dollars per photo shoot but you're starting to have to turn people away because you can't you just don't have the time to work on everything you don't have the time to take those photo shoots you're able to move your um, price up maybe you should charge 1500 yes you will lose some clients but you're already losing clients because you don't have the time so you'll lose some clients and you'll still hit that um, mark that you're looking for for time and make more on the same amount of time and as your style gets more well known uh, as your photography gets better everybody always can get better uh, you'll be able to increase your uh, prices over and over again maybe once a year once every two years whatever to uh, help reduce the number of people that you have to turn away uh, your price will be your gateway so to speak to uh, control the number of people that you have to put on your calendar damn that was a really nice photo right there it was, uh, it was a blue heron sitting in the middle of a field that was just plowed it's a really gorgeous shot I should turn around but I'm stuck in traffic as for pricing um, where do you start well where are you in your current career are you right out of college do you have a full-time job do you have a part-time job are you trying to do photography as a full-time job are you trying to or is photography your full-time job what kind of overhead do you have do you if you have a full-time job does it pay all your bills and do you have the time to devote to a full-time photography on top of a full-time 40-hour a week job some of us have 60 80-hour week jobs do you make enough at the moment with your full-time job to pay for your photography uh, stuff not having to worry about uh, finding your next client or are you living on ramen noodles and takeout for pennies a week that you need to find that next client that you need to support yourself through photography again do you have overhead what what overhead do you have to take care of with photography the studio your equipment 
Uh, do you have anybody that works for you or uh, works the studio while you're not there, etc.? Then you have your, if you're going for full time, uh, you have to pay for your medical expenses, your uh, insurance, your car, your uh, house, all of your bills. You have to figure all that in. Once you figured all that out, divide it by 12, get your um, average monthly payout for all of your overhead, add some to it, 10, 15, 20%, and then that's the amount that you have to make per month from photography or a mix of photography and your full-time job to make it worth your while. Really, that should be your baseline for the minimum that you're charging. So if you need 15000 per month to cover everything, you need 15 $1,000 jobs. And you need the time to do 15 $1,000 jobs. And that includes meeting with the client, taking the photos, editing the photos, getting the prints, and getting them back to the clients. All of that needs to be done within that month for 15 jobs. Now, if you're doing one job every other day, that's not a problem. But if you can only work Saturday and Sunday because you have a full-time job, that's a problem. That covers a lot about where to start. But with a full-time job, obviously that price will come down as to how much you need per month. Because if you have all of that, taken care of if you make $15,000 a month which not a lot of people do but if you make that amount per month in your full-time job then you're free to do whatever you want with your photography and still pay for the studio and still pay for your gear and still pay for uh, the prints and everything else that you put in there with your normal regular daytime job income so you're free to charge whatever you want for uh, your photography. You can take those 15 jobs or not, and you can do it for 10 bucks each, if that makes you feel good. Uh, you'll probably piss off a lot of people in your area, uh, especially if your photography is extremely good. But I'm going. I'm willing to guess that if your your photography is extremely good, you're not charging $10 for a photo shoot. But you could if you wanted to, if your daytime job is taking care of all your bills. That's my point. As far as what you should be charging in that case, like I said, find the average or the top end of the average or the low end of the average, whatever you feel comfortable with and charge that for your area. If five people are charging for a two hour photo shoot, $250 and one person's charging $100, you probably want to be closer to the uh, $250 mark. But again, if you're back at that point where you need 15 clients at $1,000 a piece, $250 for a client's not really going to help you much, is it? So you need to look for the jobs that will help, or you need to work on your photography to the until you get to the point where you can charge a thousand dollars per client or two thousand dollars per client the amount that you should charge for your prints and everything else uh, usually a good starting point is four times the cost to you now what that four times the cost to you is is not just the amount to get it printed after you send it off to uh, 
wherever you're going to send it off to, uh, Bay Rose or, or Bay Photo or White House Custom Color, Smug Mug, whomever. What do they charge? Like a dollar twenty-nine to dollar seventy-nine for an eight by ten. How much time have you put into that particular photo to get to that point to print that eight by ten? So if it took you an hour to edit that photo from beginning to end after you got it on your computer, you made a backup of it, you brought it into Lightroom, made color adjustments, made a few changes there, then brought it into Photoshop, really went down and edited the skin for uh, all defects and got it magazine perfect and you're going to print an 8x10 out of this. Are you really going to charge them $1.29 for that print? or are you really gonna charge them even $5 for that print? You're talking about an hour, two hours for editing that one image, and one eight by 10 is what you're gonna print for it. So what's your price per hour? Were we talking $250 an hour? Were you talking $50 an hour, $100 an hour? With the thing before, I said two hours for $250, so $125 an hour just for the, pho the photography, then another two hours for editing, so another $250 plus the $1.29 for the eight by 10 times four, so you got 250 times four is $1,000. Would you sell that eight by 10 for $1,000? Probably not, but you get my point. You need to be, you need to figure out what your time's worth and you need to work towards that and you need to charge for it. If you are doing all of this work, you work two hours for an eight by 10 that you're gonna sell for $8, you probably need to streamline your workflow a lot so that you can get that down to maybe 10 minutes for that eight by 10 image. If you're gonna do a 16 by 20, maybe 20 minutes, 25 minutes, 30 minutes, uh, unless you are gonna sell that photo for $1,000. You can also move your prices around so that you front load your prices, make that uh, the sitting fee higher, $500, to pay for some of the time that you would spend editing. And uh, that way that you get some more money back on the amount of time that you spent editing that eight by 10, so you don't have to charge them 500 to $1,000 for an eight by 10 when you are they already paid for your time up front it just it's a balancing act there as well let's see what else can we talk about for pricing make sure you pay yourself back for your gear your anything that you buy that's associated with photography um cell phone usage especially time um Make sure that you pay yourself back for everything that you use for photography. You shouldn't be working for free. You should always be paid for all of your time and try to make back your money for, uh, for your gear, for your computer, for the time spent editing. And I keep coming back to that time thing. It, a lot of photographers will not uh, put that into their scope when they're trying to figure out their pricing. You do a wedding for $250, uh, what about that? You, you're there for $250 and probably be a two-hour wedding or whatever, but um, what about all the time that you do to build the uh, book, to print the book, to get the pro proof pre uh, back from the client, to uh, build the 
images for printing to put over the mantle to edit all of them that you want to put online so that they can sell them to their uh, so that you can sell them to the family to friends and everything all the time that it took to put all these people in the correct order that the bride wanted and get the picture against that tree that the bride wanted in the backyard or whatever there's so much time spent that people don't account for that they really really need to be uh, adding in there for figuring out their prices and uh, put it in an Excel spreadsheet uh, divvy it up however you want uh, you're going to be surprised at the minimum amount you're going to want to charge and it I'll, I'll guarantee you're going to be surprised uh, at the a minimum amount that it's going to cost you just to do that much time that much work and get that gear and get that and how much it's going to cost you to drive your car to this place where this wedding's taking place and to sorry I got sidetracked there there was a big hot air balloon going up next to the YMCA it, it really will be a surprise and I would love to hear what some of y'all come up with and some uh, items that even I've missed here with going through this as I'm trying to think of a lot of different things to add to your charges but yeah definitely I would love to hear some of the items that you need to remember to pay for when you're uh, setting your pricing it's not gonna be as cheap as you think it is and you have to remember that other photographers in the area are doing the exact same thing and uh, you have to make sure that if you're undercutting them by a huge amount it's not going to endear you to local businesses it's not going to help you in the long run because you'll be the discount photographer you won't be able to raise your prices as your photography gets better you just won't have the customer base you won't be looked at as uh, the high quality photographer you'll be looked at like what is it glamour shots um, I don't think they're around anymore I haven't seen one in a while you really need to make sure that you set your prices to uh, support yourself completely all right, I think I've harped on that enough. Let's, I, I would love to hear some of the things that y'all think about for uh, your pricing and uh, what you think your uh, prices should be. I, I definitely am looking forward to hearing that, and I will share some of that on the next podcast if I can. As far as uniqueness, there are three things. Vision, technique, and style. Uh, vision is like the way you see the world, the way you look at a picture, the way that you hold the camera to frame a certain situation, the way you move a tree out of the way or bend a branch to uh, get it out of the way of a beautiful flower or whatever you your vision is, however you frame that image. For technique, that's something that can be learned. That's everybody's own taking their time to learn a new technique. It can be taught online, it can be taught in college, it can be taught, uh, YouTube has a whole bunch of different techniques that you can learn. You're gonna find over time that you learn a whole bunch of techniques and that you tend to only use a few. The techniques that you do use support your vision or help uh, you realize your vision 
those techniques are the ones uh, you'll constantly learn learn new ones there will always be new techniques somebody will come up with a new feature in photoshop or um will figure out something will change and you'll want to do the next instagram quick filter on your photos and you'll figure out a new technique to do that or whatever but style is the merging of your vision plus the techniques that you use and how you merge all, both of those over time how style isn't something that you're going to be able to look forward to you're going to have to be able to go back through your images and view them and work with them and over the years you'll be able to look back and say oh i do that a lot that's my style that's what i like that's how i shoot that's and you'll find your style over time and you're going to want to find customers or you're going to want to put that out there to your customers so that you find customers that like that style that like your style that like your vision and it's something that you like to do and that'll just mesh you will enjoy shooting for that customer that customer is going to love what you create because they already love your style and it's a win-win situation you don't have to worry about oh is this person going to like what i'm going to do they're not going to have to be worried about oh can i trust this guy to take my photograph and is it going to look like what i want it to look like you already know because everything that you shoot or a good portion of what you shoot is already in the style that they like and therefore your pricing they're going to want to pay for your pricing because they already know they already like your style they already know what they're getting in the end they know what they're paying for and there's not as much risk as going with somebody who shoots all over the place or um, doesn't really have a honed down style shows that they have a certain style that they like to shoot in but this uniqueness is what will allow is part of what will allow you to uh, charge just about whatever you want in photography once you uh, get this out there and everybody uh, knows you to be the person that shoots in high key blown out whites with black eyes and black hair even on the blondes and tight t-shirts and baggy parachute pants from the 80s and that's your style that's what you like to shoot so that about covers it for this one uh, it's a little bit longer than the last one but that's okay uh, I haven't figured out the complete format for this thing yet and I haven't completely figured out if I'm gonna cut it back or if I'm gonna leave it longer or whatnot but hopefully y'all have enjoyed this little bit of a rant on pricing and if so let me know if not let me know if there's something that you would like to uh, hear discussed on here or if you have any questions that you'd like to hear on the podcast please leave them in the comments or leave them on a reply Uh, and thank you for spending the last 25 minutes with me and hope to see you on the next one bye